0: I'm at a point right now where I want to scale my business, so I'm working very hard to incorporate uh, the technology side of it.
1: Hello, welcome to episode 111 of the Smart Agents Podcast. My name is Michael Walter and I'll be your host. In today's episode, we are joined by Illinois-based agent Brenda Reyes. Over her more than 20-year career, Brenda says she has relied heavily on word-of-mouth advertising and past clients to drive transactions, but is ready to take her business to the next level. Recently, she discovered the opportunities available to her on the Nextdoor app to really promote herself to her actual target audience and is already getting great feedback. Throughout our conversation, we touch on a wide range of topics, including geographic farming in the digital age and how the market has shifted over the year. Now, before we get on to the day's featured interview, make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents podcast. You can find the show on all major podcasting platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now Amazon Music. Also, if you or someone else on your team has an awesome story or a tip to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. We're always on the lookout for new stories to share. All right, let's get on to the day's featured interview with Brenda Reyes. I really enjoyed our conversation and I hope you do as well. Really, the way I like to start everything out is if you could just introduce yourself to us a little bit, uh, who you are and where you're at in the country.
0: Hi, um, I am Brenda Reyes. I'm uh, a realtor with Keller Williams Success Realty, and I am out of Northwest Illinois. um, So that's about 45 miles away from the city of Chicago.
1: Right. How long have you been in real estate?
0: I have been in real estate about 20 years now.
1: Uh, what was it that made you want to get into the uh, the business?
0: Um, well, I have been a salesperson pretty much my whole life, and um, uh, when I had my second daughter, I was uh, working selling furniture for a furniture store, and the hours were very very long. And now I had two young, very young children, and I said, I can't sustain you know, being away from home all this time when I have two children. And that's how I decided to venture into real estate.
1: Right. Excellent. So 20 years, you know, you've seen quite a, uh, you know, evolving market and really evolving way to do even do business.
0: Yes. Yes, very much so. Um, I can say um, without a shadow of a doubt that um, the way we do business now is very different because of all the platforms that we have available with social media, but it's also still a relationship-based business. And I think that if we focus too much on the technology side, we forget the human side. And it really is the human side that gets us to where we want to be.
1: Right. Right. So, um, I'm assuming, you know, that over the course of your 20 years that then, you know, those real, um, you know, those people skills have really, you know, lended to, uh, you know, building those referral pipelines and those past clients, you know, really keeping in touch with that. Is that how you've built your business
0: most of my business has always been word of mouth. However, I do, um, I'm at a point right now where I want to scale my business. So I'm working very hard to incorporate uh, the technology side of it. Um, I am still doing that out of, uh, uh, with the intention of connecting with people and providing, obviously providing value.
1: Right. Right. so what are the what are some of the things that you're looking to do in terms of the marketing
0: well in terms of marketing i'm um it's really an interesting time for me right now because i have a couple of things going on one of the things that i have going on is i want to do a, a, a wealth building webinar um and um i am preparing to do that um because there is a shift in the market going on right now and a lot of people have much information leads to disinformation so i want to make sure that they come and and i have guests for that i have a lender and i have different people that are involved in the process so that people feel comfortable enough to ask any questions or you know to to say hey i've heard this is this what's actually happening and kind of give them some clarification in terms of Really, this is not the market falling apart. It is not what happened in 2007, 2008, which a lot of people are kind of like the the buyers are in that standstill point because they're like, we're waiting. (laughs) No, that's not going to happen. There are still there are now. You know, the only thing that has changed is the pace of real estate. The prices are not going to go down uh, because of the shortage of homes that we have in the market currently. So that's one thing I'm doing. The second thing I'm doing, I'm on the app that's called uh, Neighbors. And I've been on that app um, uh, maybe, I'm going to say for most of this year, that's when I first got on it it's different the dynamics are a little bit different on that app because they're old people that are close to you your neighbors you know subdivisions same subdivisions subdivisions that are maybe not 2 or 3 miles apart and so i really i went in there i, I have a passion of mine that is photography and i do that when i have time and i started posting pictures and people started neighbors started commenting on the pictures but now i uh, made a poll on there and i asked who interested in a um homeowners directory so the directory i I, what i saw in the app is people were constantly asking for local people to do uh, you know to fix a window or to fix a roof or to install flooring or to paint a house and you know there's people but they get gypped a lot however i do know that there are local people that are uh, that are doing the work that are very good in their work and so i'm going to partner up with them put them in the directory and then make this digital uh directory available to the homeowners i made an update uh, i first made the poll then i did a homeowner directory update and i told the neighbors this is where i'm at with the information i'm gathering the vendors together they will be all local they will be verified and uh whoever's interested please provide your name your email address for the digital copy and if you want a hard copy your your um mailing address and i'm getting a ton of response on that (laughs) which i'm very happy about
1: right yeah absolutely and not only does that uh you know get you this contact information for all these people that are in your in your area, but it also builds those, uh, those referral pipelines with these vendors that you are adding to that because they see the value in that as well.
0: Yes, they are. So I'm getting I'm getting uh, information from both sides from the vendors that want to be here. And of course, before I even put them on there, I'm asking them please provide your information and I want to talk to them. And I want to see samples of their work because what I what I do want to make sure is that the people that are in the directory are going to get the job done and that they are going to be good at the work that they do and that they're not going to jump the neighbors. So I want it to be a, a, you know, very local but very reliable source of, of connection for people.
1: Right. So I uh I honestly I haven't done a whole lot of um you know work and done a whole lot inside of the neighbors app, but I, I hear it's a great platform to be on. What have you found, you know, to be you know some of its best features to really kind of connect you with the people in your area.
0: um I think one of the best features that I feel is there is that Um, Right now with Facebook, you don't know who you're really talking to that that is, you know, the platform is so big that you don't really know who, who, who is contacting you, uh, where they are, you know, if, if if they're even a bot or not, you can't do that. Uh, The neighbor's app, usually when you go on there, it requests, you know, the neighborhood you're in. Um, So it becomes very localized. And the people that you see on the app, you always see what neighborhood they're in. So um, I think that That is one of the biggest advantages that that it has is that it's um, more targeted to the people that are close to you. You know, and and I'd rather speak to somebody that I know that lives in the neighborhood across the street or, you know, maybe a mile away rather than somebody that God God only knows where they're they're at.
1: Right, right. And that's really, you know, it's kind of uh, it's just it's really, you know, geographic farming in the digital age.
0: that's exactly that's exactly and it allows me so you know when you do your geographic farming you may do mailers or you may call uh go door knocking however I reach more people this way you know and that is like when when you want to go from doing uh you know X number of deals to maybe more number of deals it's, it's really the way to go. You want to be very efficient in how you're investing your time. How right. are you reaching those people in the last amount of time?
1: Right, right. Well, and, you know, it, by being active in those forums, you know, you're just uh, you're cementing yourself as that market expert.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what I'm trying to do is, you know, I'm like, well, if I give them if I, I show them that I'm re- reliable, you know, and, and that I have access to information, then they start coming to you with more questions. So my next step after, you know, once I, I provide them with the homeowners directory will be to provide them with market stats for for our area, you know, so that they know what's happening with with the market. and And, you know, and then I think from there, I can just keep on building upon that.
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's a great idea to really get active in there and and build up that list like you are right now with the vendors list. I mean, I, you know, I know anytime something like that goes out, yeah, you're you're probably getting flooded with responses right now. I'm trying to yeah, figure yes,
0: out. Yes, I, I, I am, I am, and I'm really happy about that because uh, I think one of the biggest sources. Of, of you know we, we have to as realtors we have to lead generate or as any type of business you have to you know connect with with your leads and you know they may they may not be ready to do something now but if you have that connection you already have the first uh, foot in, in the door you know and um, I think one of our biggest problems is because you know we have to go out and show houses and we have to manage the transaction sometimes Sometimes that lead jungles you know it it, it it just falls off because you're too busy you know so um I think that's a, a good way of keeping it going even when I'm not physically there but mm-hmm. you know just the fact that I that I've I've taken the time from the beginning of the year to now to actually every time somebody commented on my photo I always responded back right and that was me establishing a connection, like not just ignoring that somebody said something nice. I would always say, thank you. I would respond to any questions they had about the photo. And, you know, that allowed me to, to, to build upon that.
1: Right. Well, and talking about the the photography and you mentioned that that was something that you're really interested in and really, uh, you know, it's like a hobby of yours, but being able to use that as lead generation, I think that's great because it's like, you know, you're enjoying your time doing it. It's not something that you're, you know. Oh gosh, I need to make this post, or you know, oh, I got to set aside time to do this. It's you're having f- fun doing it, but then it's also sharing a little bit about your personality with your market yes. as well. Exactly, exactly. That's
0: that's what it allows you to do because I hear more and more often, um, you know, with with the media interaction that we have now and we can't deny the effect that social media has in our lives. We have a lot of interactions with people, but they're kind of out of context. When you think about it, when you're in social media, it's out of context. Sometimes they don't even see you. So how do you get your voice across? How do you get across who you are through social media is a little bit of a challenge. How do I not sound like anybody else? And I think that's why I when I thought about this, and when I saw the way neighbors was, I'm like, "No, I'm not going to go out here selling stuff. I'm gonna, you know, just post my pictures to begin with, so people get to know me."
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. So, moving on to the, um, you know, this idea of hosting the webinars, I think those are are fantastic ideas. Um, I've talked to several people in the past that have done those and have found great success hosting webinars and seminars and all kinds of different, um, different things. And I think, you know, especially over the last few years, um, people are getting more and more, uh, used to attending those types of things virtually and, and really taking the time to do those. So what was it that made you want to go that route?
0: Um, the fact that, that there are people that are there are people in the industry doing this is, is one of them. The other thing I, I find the advantage is that um, you know, when you attend a webinar, you get home, you know, and you're pulled all different we can't deny the fact that life in some ways is easier, but in other ways it's more complicated. And our lives are full of things to do and um, we have to go here and there and everywhere, but now we have technology and this is making use of technology that we now have available. And, you know, I can sit down here and I, I don't know where you are right now, but you and I are having a conversation face-to-face.
1: Right. You right, know,
0: absolutely. and that's fantastic. And I'm in my home, you know, I once I'm done here, I'm going to go drive, but at least right now, I'm right here and I can focus on on having this conversation with you. And I think that's what's, what's nice about the webinars is I'm not asking them to come and meet me. I'm going where they are.
1: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm in Florida, so we're thousands of miles away from each other. Right. And it's interesting. Let's see. Yesterday I talked to in the span of three hours, I talked to two folks in California, one in Texas and one in Vermont. Oh, that's amazing! You know, that would take days to have that face-to-face contact before. And now it's just a flip of a button. We're there and we're talking. And in a in a setting like a webinar, even if your audience isn't necessarily able to, um, you know, talk back live, they can still chat with you, and you can engage with people. And it's uh, there are fantastic ways to really, uh, you know, just engage with a large group of people at one time.
0: Exactly. Not only that, I think with what we're giving them a forum to kind of um, get their questions answered and see why they're hesitating, and I think. Um, that is really helpful even for us you know for to handle objections and to understand what people are feeling because i the way i see things i see them from my realtor perspective but i want to see it through their eyes and having the webinar allows that
1: yeah absolutely i i host uh, training webinars for our parent company and those are always such fantastic ways to find out um what additional training people are looking for and what we can improve on in our product and, and different things like that. And I, I personally, I do them once a week and I love them. They're great ways to, uh, interact with people.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So as you, you know, have been, um, you, you're putting together these webinars, how have you seen the market shift in really the oh. last year and really how's it shifted in your area?
0: um it has shifted um so what happened uh from last year all the way through the middle of this year is that the market was so hot that if a new property came on the market it didn't matter what the property looked like it didn't the, the price didn't even matter you had lines of people and i wish i was exaggerating but I'm i'm not there were lines of people that wanted to view this house on the first day on the second or third day that house had already multiple offers and they were calling for highest and best. And I am also not exaggerating to say there were 30 to 40 offers on one house, which is unbelievable. Right. It has never happened in life ever at any mm-hmm. time. And so the price was just there. It always ended up going for a lot more um and that's when you realize that yes you know this is a problem because we continually have low inventory now what's happening now is houses are staying on the market a little bit longer like we can actually we're seeing um you know marketing of you know 20 30 days however if the price is in a good location And it's in very good condition, and it's priced right. You're still getting multiple offers—not thirty or forty—but you're still getting, you know, three, four, five offers. So there are, there is still demand there. Now, it has to be priced right. That is key. And right now a lot of the sellers are still with the mindset that, you know, my neighbor sold across the street and he got this much. Yes. But you're seeing this, you know, 30, 60 days down the line and the market is, is in some ways quickly changing, you know, Mm -hmm. so you have to be very strategic in how you're pricing uh, your
1: property. Right. And just even, you know, uh, when providing those comps, is really putting it into context with even putting if this the- home sold yesterday, when was it? When was the contract signed? What, what you know? What were the conditions yes. when the actual? yeah
0: yes and and that for some home sellers that's that's really where the disconnect is is that the home sellers are still thinking they're at the top of the market we're not no longer the market peaked um pretty much in the middle of the year so now we're two months into where it's starting to head down um and the buyers are let me wait to see how much how much the prices are going to lower however the price of the median home price has not gone down and so that's where the buyers are kind of like you know auto sabotaging I call it because by waiting they're not going to get anything cheaper more than likely I mean I I just had um I just wrote an offer this this week yesterday or the day before um there were two offers only so mine and another one however and we did not get this we did not get this house because the other guy he was only in the one offer now my guy is paying cash but the other guy offered more than asking even in those even in those circumstances, and i don't even understand why he would offer more than because my offer came in second and you know unfortunately my buyer could not meet um you know where they started yet and so here we are back at, at square one, looking. But but, uh, what's important about this is that um, you know that if the house is priced right, there are still multiple offers. That we are still in a shortage of homes nationwide because after two thousand seven, two thousand eight, construction went to a halt. And and that is the biggest. And not only that, now we got the investors, the institutional investors playing a huge part in this. So we have two things, you know, that that are that that make the market what it is today.
1: Right. Right. And I think just by, you know, um, educating your your clients and your market on that and, and being involved in those, you know, like the neighborhood and hosting these webinars. I think that's only going to help, um, you know, really kind of drive home the fact that you have the market expertise and that you're the person to come, you know, come to with, to answer the questions.
0: Exactly, exactly. And it's really important. I think as as real estate agents, it's not only the fact that we're being that we're on the field every day. It's the fact that you you still have to keep abreast with all the information that's out there.
1: Right, right. Because there's
0: there's a lot a lot of contradiction.
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. I I, uh, I love the you know what you're doing with the uh, the neighborhood app. I think it's a great, um, a really a great way to get in front of the people that you want to get in front of.
0: Absolutely.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me.
0: Well, thank you so much.
1: I want to thank Brenda for taking the time to speak with us today, and I think it's great how she's using the Nextdoor app to really tap into her target market and promote herself as the trusted real estate authority. So once again, if you think you or someone else on your team has an incredible story or a tip to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. Well, that wraps things up for this episode. But remember, follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Again, I'm Michael Walter, and we'll see you on the next episode.